Okay, hello friends. Um, thank you for joining this week's episode. I am super excited because this week I have a friend, Courtney, joining me and she is going to be talking to us about mindset and um, how we can use our mindset and change our mindset to help us achieve our health goals and continue taking steps on our health journey. So thank you for being here, Courtney. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Faith. It's so exciting. It's so fun to sit down with you and just chat like we do. It's cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. So to get started, I would love for you to introduce yourself a little bit and just let people know who you are, what you do, the awesomeness that is Courtney. <laughs> yes. First, I love Jesus. So that's my very first thing about me is I'm a Jesus follower. The second is I'm married to an incredible man. Been nine years. I have three babies and they're great. And I am a coach. And so I help women who feel overwhelmed and want balance in their life. And I help them achieve that without frustration by basically just reconnecting all of the disconnection. And that's like one of the things that I love in my life. And I feel like I do naturally and just want to help people. And so now I realized I should become a coach. And so I've been doing that for a while now. And I'm enjoying it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love fun. that. I like how you said helping people reconnect all the disconnection. That's mm -hmm. like so needed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so to kick off our discussion on mindset, I was perusing through your Instagram the other day mm -hmm. and I found a little Courtney quote that I wanted to read to oh, kind of yeah. get us started. Um, you said, wellness is not only about the body, your wellness or brightness of spirit comes from the health of your mind as much as, if not more really, than your physical body. I thought that was so good because it's so, so true. Yeah, and it definitely is. I feel like wellness for me, it's really, really important to have your body in the place that it needs to be. Physically feeling good, it's being you know, fed with food because food is fuel and you're eating the good things. But ultimately, real health is knowing that where you're going and what you're doing while you're in your body. Like, and if your mind is confused or frustrated or it feels fragmented and overwhelmed and all of these different pieces, your body, it, it, what's the point of having a really healthy and shaped body if emotionally and mentally you're stuck and lost and confused? So yes, I believe health is, is changing your mindset so that the brightness of your soul and like the true essence of who you are and how you were created can come forth in a way that is... Um, brazenly you but not in like a very like offensive brazen way but just in like a brazenly like freedom type of way like just be your own weird yes yes oh my gosh i'm yes. into that <laughs> love it i love it um so what is mindset for those of us who don't know or who are learning about all of this okay so i looked at mindset <laughs> because it's so important to actually know what it is. And it's a noun, 
And the dictionary says, it's a fixed mental attitude or disposition that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations, which I thought was powerful because what it's saying is that, and I 100% agree, your mindset is a fixed mental attitude. It is a habit. It's something that is fixed, which means that it came from somewhere. You learned it. And it is the trajectory of where your thoughts are going to take you, physically in your body, but also mentally in what you believe and how you treat people. And so mindset is literally what, what, when all the, when all the everything fades away and you're just left with you alone, what is the state of your mind? Like your home temperature, it's actually called homeostasis in your brain. What's your home temperature? Where does your, where does your temperature lie? Like, are you really hot? Are you really cold? Like, are you somewhere in the middle? Does it fluctuate? What's, what does home feel like to you? And when you get to that place in your mind, with all the busyness and distractions are done and down and you can just be, do you like how you feel when you are left by yourself to your thoughts? And if you don't like how you feel and you and it, it feels just ugh, like there's this kind of, oh, I wish it weren't this way, then 100% you can change that. And if you feel, you know, that you're like 30% love it, 70% hate it. Again, you can go to the full 100 of what do you want to feel. The full 100 of your mind and going, I'm going to set my mind on a track and a trajectory that is going somewhere. And so I think with mindset, again, it's a learned response that you can retrain. That means you have the power. And so with mindset, it's all about learning to be aware, self-aware, and then modifying that behavior. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's behavior modification because of self-awareness. Like we sometimes think behavior modification is just for like children, but we are, we are literally the same. Like our brain needs to be modified. Our brain needs to have wins. Our brain needs to, um, we need to, it needs to be directed somewhere and if we're just letting our thoughts and our mind kind of just like go all around and be like a spaghetti noodle, you know, like everywhere and everything, and it's just like all pervading, this is that's not gonna be fruitful. Your life will not be fruitful. And so, because you're not be, you're not able to come up under the vision that you have for your life, because your mind becomes more powerful than your will. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It does. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, It's such a, like, big question that you ask about mindset because there's so many facets to it. There are. Yeah. We could go for, like, hours listening to you talk about it because... Well, even the depth of it, though. Like, this is just going to be, like, very surface, like, beginner, like, maybe, like, more into, like, intermediate, lower, but it goes really, really deep deep into your, like psychology of who you are yeah it's very cool it is really cool it is really cool so like all those things that you just said (laughs) leads us into like yes we know it affects us and because it affects us it's going to affect our health Mm -hmm. and the decisions we make around our health Mm -hmm. 
But then another thing that I wanted to pull from that is like you mentioned um, getting like all the distractions away and like all everything gone and you're just being with yourself and if you don't like that if you don't like to be with yourself there what about the the mom or the person who doesn't feel like she ever gets that like mm-hmm. she's just like so overwhelmed and her life is so chaotic mm-hmm. that she hates all of that because it's just so chaotic chaotic yes. but she doesn't have the chance to just like be with just herself mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, because I'm also a busy mom with lots of little hearts and people and fingers and toes and all this stuff to maintain and look after. And it's such an important job. It's so worthy. It's amazing. I would say for the mom that feels really overwhelmed, it does not have to be this huge production of a moment. You don't have to go away to your favorite coffee shop and make sure all the kids are settled with your husband or a babysitter to go find where you are because that's just not practical. You, It is the middle minutes. Um, it's the middle minutes of your day. So it's when you're in transition walking from one part of your house to the other. It's when you go and grab your baby you know, that little stuffy before bed or their nap, or when you're doing the dishes, um, when you go to the bathroom, when you shower, like it's finding those moments as a mom, you, it, it just isn't going to be long, really. Like, especially if you have toddlers and babies and they are waking at different times, like it's just, you already know that that's going to be part of life. It's going to feel a little bit chaotic, maybe sometimes, but knowing that the chaos is outside of you, it is not. It does not have to be within you. You do not have to absorb, absorb the chaotic energy. But if you feel like you are the chaotic one, then I would say what you need to do is maybe ask for some time away and get a little bit of a break. Um, or even... Honestly, what if you can't ask for a break, but if it just isn't possible in your season of life, don't scroll so much on your phone. And instead of taking the time to scroll and catch up on Instagram or catch up on a group text or catch up on whatever you need to catch up on, because then it just feels like you're constantly behind, pause with the catching up and just be with yourself. And if you are a journaler, like grab a piece of paper even if you can't find your journal like and just start writing how you feel get it out because the more and more that life happens to us and you know as a mom your kids are climbing on you you're cleaning people but you're not cleaning like you're you're like when is the last time I washed my hair you know like those things are very very real and so if you can take the time to just in those middle moments, really find within yourself and know that the chaos is does not have to be within me, even if it is around me, then you can take the, the moment and just write, write it all down. Write it all down because the chaos comes around you, but it is not in you. And I've said that three times now because it has to be repeated because I thought that the chaos was in me like that it was happening to me and the truth was is that it happened around me and I let it affect me and so if you can get things out like writing um, and to write down a vision like truly 
the way that I came out of chaos myself, like, was writing down the vision that I had for my family, for my marriage, for my children, for myself, my life in God, my friendships, and really taking the time to look at everything and say, what do I want out of my life? Who do I want to be, you know, in a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and deciding to align myself with that goal and say, that goal isn't just another version of me. It is me. That is me. And the more that we can take these fragmented parts of our life and fragmented parts of our brain, really, because we feel like we're going a million miles a minute and integrate ourselves into just who we actually are and to know that I can be Courtney the me, like just me, Courtney the lover of God, Courtney Kyle's wife, Courtney, you know, all the kids' mom, like, and not see myself as separate anymore, but as integrated. That will change the feeling of chaos and you will begin to find those moments of peace because you can make peace with all the hats that you wear not because they're different people with different responses. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I think like we were talking a little bit before we hit record about how crazy my week has been Mm -hmm. and like, oh my gosh, the kids just need so much. But I was telling another friend um, earlier in the week that like it's not affecting me like it would have in the past. Mm. Like, I am continuing to feel the joy and happiness and like not let the chaos be within me like mm-hmm. the chaos is outside of me and mm-hmm. I'm not letting it affect me and I was just like that would have never happened before so isn't that amazing it's Faith? so amazing now did you notice that when you were not feeling as chaotic inwardly but my goodness there was a lot happening outside of you how was your response different so much more like calm and peaceful mm-hmm. and just like yeah just like a joyful state like yeah. I, just, <laughs> I told my friend that I was talking to I was like I feel like euphoric like I don't even know what mm-hmm. is happening to me right now like Amazing. this is fantastic and then when you reacted that way did your boys whoever it was that was chaotic around you whatever the chaos was I'm not saying it was one of them but whatever the chaos was how long did it last in compare this time in comparison to few to previous times? Oh yeah, it's so much less mm-hmm. less time. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Remarkable. You 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 have the power to shift the energy in the room. As yes. a mother, you have that authority. As just who you are as a person, like mm-hmm. you have that authority around you, and you felt that. That's cool. It is cool. It's amazing. It's so cool. <laughs> like, man, I've got to hang out with Courtney more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I think moving into the next part is just like how do we identify the negative thoughts and thought patterns that like bring us down and just like the yucky mindset that we have mm-hmm. that causes the chaos. Yeah. Well, that's a big question, but the, <laughs> the first one and the most telling is your speech. And James, it talks about how you cannot be 
you cannot have fresh water and salty water mm-hmm. coming out of the same spring. It's just not possible. Like the ocean is salty. It is not a rushing fresh river. It's just not. It's an ocean of salt. And so same with our speech is what's coming out of our mouths is what is inside of our head. That is our mindset. And so your biggest marker to figure out how to reset your mindset and reset some of your thought patterns and habits of thinking is to start taking note of how you speak. Um, Your responses to your husband, if you're married, um, your responses to people, and even your responses to friends when they share with you something hard or something joyful or when they want your opinion, your response will tell you how you feel, not only about yourself, so your self-confidence, also your self-trust, but then if you like yourself. Because if you're putting yourself down and comment, making you know passive-aggressive mm-hmm. remarks about your body or your marriage or even comparison-type remarks about your children, your body, your marriage, whatever, you know, whatever conversation you're having. If comparison's there, if you're um, being passive aggressive, you know, all those different things. If you're putting yourself down, that will be the signpost to you that, hey, I'm I'm probably 100% actually like using my brain power to um, create negativity in my life. And the things that we think about become the words that we say and it becomes the actions of our lives and so our actions actually begin with our thoughts and so if you want a life that you know is poured out for your family in this beautiful serving way or for your friends or if whatever life you dream of that version of you that you see or maybe there's like an older woman in your life who you're like I love her I want to be like her when I'm 50 when I'm 70 like I want a tender heart like hers how do you think she got there like it definitely didn't come by her like screaming at her kids to like buckle up we're gonna be late like most likely not and even though those things happen and we make mistakes the power of changing our mindset comes in not making those mistakes again because we repair those mistakes with authenticity and um, true connection. And so anytime you make a mistake or you misspeak or you feel like you potentially hurt someone's feelings, there's absolutely nothing wrong with reaching out and saying, I, you know, if it was directly to your child, like, hey, I lost it in the car. I am so sorry. I've been working on my own self-control just like we work on your self-control with taking cookies, you know, whatever it is. And they're like, yeah, mom, you know, and inviting your kids into your humanity and that you're not perfect, but my goodness, you love them and you are doing the very best that you can and that, you know, you're learning and you're, you're trying and that I give, I actually give my kids like the permission to call me out. That's awesome. And my son does. And I tell you, it pricks at my pride. <laughs> it makes me so mad. Like, I feel my blood boil sometimes when he calls me out. But it just is what it is. Um, you know, you can't really... You, if I give him the permission to do that, what it's doing is I cannot let myself then be mad at him for what for calling me out. I have to be humble. 
And even with friendships, like we just have to be humble and letting our friends know, hey, I've, I feel like I hurt your feelings. And then to be the friend to, to receive that and say, you actually did hurt my feelings, but I love you, let's repair this. That's how you change your mindset is by actions and words and conversations that actually shift and change things maybe differently than what you used to do. Because what you used to do probably isn't serving you anymore. Hey friend, are you enjoying this episode, but you feel like you need more? Are you ready to take action and ditch the toxins in your home, but you don't know where to start? Friend, I've got you covered. I created your non-toxic home starter guide just for you. Through this guide, you will learn how to discern what products in your home are toxic and how to find a non-toxic replacement. You will know key toxic ingredients to avoid. You will know where to start to be the most effective in your home detox journey. Plus, you will receive step-by-step instructions for improving your home's indoor air quality. So if you are ready to be equipped, if you are ready for the power to be in your hands, if you are ready to take action and start creating a non-toxic home, then this guide is for you. Head over to faithannabelle.com slash product slash your non-toxic home starter guide to grab your copy today and get started on your health journey. Okay, so for the mom who is seeing like negative talk in her conversations and seeing that she has all of that in her speech, which means it's in her heart and her thought life, um, who's maybe telling herself lies like, um, you know, I don't have time to take care of my body or Mm -hmm. whatever they may be. Um, What? What can we do to change our mindset? Something practically that you can do to change your mindset is to make space for yourself in your day. And knowing what your priorities are and then taking a look at your schedule and deciding if, actually not deciding, evaluating how you spend your time because Our brains actually, it's kind of cool and slightly scary, is that when we actually feel uh, stress or that we're in overwhelm, our our part of the brain, I forget what it's called, but the part that kind of keeps a sense of time for us, it shuts itself down because the brain is using other energy to support your brain because you're in stress. So the stress is using energy and making your sense of time deflated. So what happens is, is a lot of overwhelmed mothers or just overwhelmed people feel like they have no time because they'll think of a task or two that they need to complete by maybe the evening and feel like it is impossible for them to do all of them. Like for some reason, mopping the floor in a standard, you know, three bedroom ranch house is going to take me seven hours. Oh my gosh, it takes me 20 minutes and yet I will belabor my brain by going, I have to wash the 
oh, it's going to take me. And it's just my general attitude around the things in my schedule will not only cause you to recognize that you don't have to be negative about what's in your schedule if your priorities are in order. And so if you are saying yes to people who just ask you to go and hang and chill or do this thing for me, blah, 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 blah. Like we want to help and serve people 100%. But at the end of the day, our primary covenant is to our husband and to the children we chose to make with that husband. (laughs) And so when we are over serving other people, our families get what the leftovers they get you know the short end of this stick I think that's how it goes right mm-hmm. short yeah. end of the stick I want to say straw stick which one is it <laughs> they get they really get the end of us and usually you know with friends we put on a face and we can kind of find our grace and be very cordial but our guards get down with our husband I hope they do and with our babies, they, they come down with that sense of familiarity. And so what happens is, is we stop guarding our own thoughts. We stop guarding our attitude and the habits that we've cultivated in our home, whether positive or negative, come out because we're tired. And that's just what happens. And so if you can look at your priorities and say, what are some of my goals? What are some of my dreams? What would I like, you know, maybe even financially, where would I like our family to be? Or um, in school, what would I love, you know, my kids to learn? What are some things I wish I had learned, like sewing or handicrafts or whatever it is? And instead of feeling like you can't do anything with your kids, you can't do anything extra with your husband, you can't do anything for yourself, look at your schedule. You have 1,444 minutes in a day. That's a lot of minutes. And... If you were to actually break down minute by minute what you're doing, or even just, let's just say hour by hour, let's not get too meticulous, but hour by hour what you're doing every day, you would probably be shocked at how much time you actually have. Because a lot of the time that you think you don't have is only because you're stressed in the moment and so time feels like it's flying by. Like time flies when you're having fun. Time also flies when you're stressed out and so if you can look at your schedule and really evaluate what you're doing and choose to say no to some good things not all things are bad it's not bad to serve people it is good but choose the ones that are close to you or the ones that um you know you feel really impressed on your heart to serve do that rather than just saying yes to the hundred give yourself like five incredible yeses if that makes sense, like really commit to those people because even even when we when we fill our schedules as moms, we are sometimes we do it. And I'm just gonna speak really plainly. Sometimes we fill our schedules because we're trying to make up for that which we feel like we don't have or can't do for our kids. Like, mm-hmm. or if you had like a childhood that you wish you could have done other things, sometimes we overcompensate and like kind of overwhelm our kids, but kids need to be bored. They need that free space. And so to actually pull back on the schedule, pull back on all the people all the time, and really hone in on you, your marriage, your kids, or if you're, again, if you're not married and don't have kids, 
what are your priorities then? Maybe it's your career or maybe it's your jobby, like you have a job hobby or you want your hobby to be, you know, the thing that funnels your traveling you know, or something like that. And you, if you don't have the vision clearly laid out, you will perish. Like your brain will perish. The life that you want to live is going to be delayed by however long it then takes you to do the hard thing of looking at your schedule and saying no to people and not people pleasing, not because you're you know selfish, but because you so love people. You so love the covenant you made with your husband. You so love who you are. You so love these babies. Why not give the most that you can in an appropriate percentage and way to them first rather than last? Yeah. And that feeling of guilt that a lot of moms have comes from the stress of overdoing it and not saying no. And then that guilt won't be there. And then joy comes and happiness comes and contentment comes. And you, like, I did this with my friends. I had to let them know I've got to pull back on some stuff. And all of them were like, no worries, no problem. And, and then that just meant that the times that we were together were even sweeter and that we schedule phone calls now, even though we live, you know, five minutes away. Because sometimes it's just not, you can't, you can't leave the house with sleeping babies. It just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you got to make it work for the season that you're in. But be intentional with the season that you have to still be the woman you are. You're not a victim to your circumstance. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. First off, I'm very impressed that you know how many minutes are in the day. I looked it up one time and okay. I just never forgot. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I don't even, wow. 525, no, I don't know what that is. I won't sing it longer so there's not royalty problems. So I think you get 15 seconds of a song. Really? Yeah, like on YouTube and stuff, yeah. You know so many cool things. <laughs> okay, so practically speaking, mm-hmm. like, that all sounds great. Mm-hmm. How do we actually do that? You just, one night when the kids are in bed, look at your schedule. Look at what you did the last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What did you fill your time with? And then what were those time slots? How much time do you have left after that? And then reevaluate for the next week and go, did I like that? Did I like the way um, I planned this or haphazardly planned it? A lot of what we do is unintentional, unfortunately, but the more that we can become intentional, mm-hmm. the more the mindset, the happiness, the joy, the contentment increases and the overwhelm goes down. So yeah, you do have to do, you have to take action. You have to do something, write it down, make it plain, look at it, adjust it, edit it, give yourself grace and keep trying to find those rhythms because it's not necessarily about a rigor or Courtney does it this way, or Faith does it this way. I need to do it like Courtney and Faith. It's literally what rhythm works for you based on your vision. And if you don't know what you're doing because you haven't written down how you're spending your days, then where are you gonna go? You don't know then how to direct your next five minutes or your next Monday morning or your next Sunday rest day. You've got to re- like actually take the time to write it down and look at it and feel it and just let it sink in. Um, I think we shouldn't be afraid of feeling, oh, I do have time. Oh, I shouldn't have wasted all that time doing that thing. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You press delete, you move forward, you move on. All you have is the present. The past is 
literally a place you cannot physically go to. So you've got to move forward and live in your present and do the hard work today. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't actually take too long to write down your schedule. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take too long to just like write down what you did the last seven days. It's probably good practice for self-reflection. Everybody to try. Yeah. Yeah. Self-reflection. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing. One thing that came up for me is like, I feel like we can guilt ourselves about how we spent our past Mm. and like, oh, I spent too much time on social media Mm -hmm. is the big one or just on my phone in general and like knowing, like you said, the past is in the past. We can't change it. It's okay that we did that. We just need to learn from the past and then set the intention to change the future and like set the goals and all the things that you're saying. Like, where do we want to be? Do we want to know all the things about Instagram or do we want to have the homestead or whatever, you know? So I love that. Yeah. And at the end of your life, like, are you going to be really like overflowing with joy because you remember those little years Mm. or because you studied the algorithm in 2022 and you know some old facts about the algorithm you know right it's like you're you're absolutely right yes our our present we cannot wallow in about the past in the present you feel it for sure feel the weight of it and just Mm -hmm. move forward yeah move forward taking steps because you're amazing and you're going to do great things right mm-hmm. yeah um so i think the last thing that i want to hear your thoughts on pick your brain about is affirmations oh because i feel like anytime i've ever heard anybody talk about mindset they then start talking about affirmations mm-hmm. and i want to hear what you have to say about them <laughs> whatever you want to say about them i don't care yeah affirmations <laughs> are incredible Affirmations basically are positive ways of speaking. Like, it's just saying something positive about yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people get hung up on the word positive. Like, it's not all about positivity. And it's like, well, it kind of is. Like, until you... The people that are telling you it's about positivity have broken down all... Most likely have really looked at their walls of shame and sadness and discontentment and decided it's not worth it. I'm going to move into contentment and sometimes you have to teach yourself buzzwords and one of them is positivity and it's just like remember to be positive look for the good Rogers what's his name Uh, Mr. Rogers look for the helpers look for the good stay positive like and so what affirmations are are basically redirecting your thoughts that are not serving you Mm-hmm. to thoughts that do serve you. And so an affirmation, I mean, you can find a list of them on the internet, like any type of affirmation, but I highly recommend using scripture or writing mm-hmm. your own based on the vision that you want in your life and the woman that you want to be today and tomorrow and when you're 50 and 60. Um, so affirmations, I love them. In, in Romans, Paul says, sometimes I do what I want Sometimes I do what I don't want to do. Hmm. Romans 7. I do what I, what I don't want to do. And it's this thing in our brain where we're like, why are we doing the things we don't want to do? And we just need to, we need to fight with the weapons that we have. And they are not of this world. Hmm. And that is the, the power to destroy strongholds that build up in our brains. Like before we even had 
all of the like helpful research on like cognitive behavior therapy and like neuroplasticity and what fires together wires together before we had that there's Romans 12 and it says don't copy the behavior and outcomes of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you'll learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect and in Philippians it talks about how um, Philippians 4 fix your thoughts on what's true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable and so regardless of if you are a Christian or not it it's good to fix your thoughts on things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely because these are the things that are going to build the life that you dream of and desire um, and so one of my favorite affirmations that I like to do is to say I'm a daughter of the king of all kings that is something I say because a lot of my own heart issues stem from um, a sense of identity and when I lose my sense of identity I notice for me a lot of other things around that crumble how I treat people how I talk to them basically the purity of my heart changes when I lose my sense of identity and the anchor to my soul and um, I'm a daughter of the king um, king of all kings you can say that I mean you can say really simple things like like I am brave I am strong and it feels like silly sometimes to even say those things um, because it's not a, a something you do normally and that's okay sometimes you have to go do something new that you've never done before and even if it feels kind of awkward if you do it enough times you're going to start understanding the effects of it mm -hmm. because telling your brain I am strong I am brave I'm worthy of love I'm a good friend I'm a happy wife, I'm a joyful mother, that starts fueling your action and it starts changing your speech and it, it starts rewiring your brain. Um, and those, when those thoughts come up that go, oh, I'm just not good enough, I just can't do these things, oh, she's so much better at this than me, oh, no, 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 girlfriend, like you have affirmations. I am strong, I am beautiful, there's no one on earth like me, I'm created totally different. Those, saying those things out loud, not just in your head, but letting your ears hear them, so they come in again through your brain in a different way. So your mind's thinking of them, and then your ears are actually hearing it, so you're kind of getting almost like um, two inputs of one two inputs in your brain and in your ears and then in your brain a second time two inputs and when you have the two inputs what's so incredible is that it goes down a little bit deeper and it goes down and stays there a little bit longer and then you realize that you don't have to do affirmations as much anymore because you're you start believing and living out your life as a strong brave beautiful tender humble kind joyful woman whatever those you know affirmations are that you know you want to say and you want to change and so if you notice that the thoughts that you say you know are belittling or berating stop it and start saying some positive upbeat happy and very truthful things about yourself and if you are really struggling to find something to believe good about yourself then go ask your best friend she's gonna tell you the truth yeah and then use those words as your affirmation 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I thought of was, I can't remember what verse you read, but it reminded me of the saying that like we are the gatekeepers mm-hmm. of our home or of our mind, our body, whatever. And so like whatever you're letting in through your ears, through your eyes, like you are the gatekeeper. So you can choose to watch that show or not watch that show or mm-hmm. watch a different show and like you are the gatekeeper of your eyes. What are you seeing and what are you hearing? And that's gonna so affect your mind and heart and everything, posture towards your children and husband and all the things. So I'm so glad you said that, Faith. Because honestly what you put in front of your gates, your 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 brain I'm not sure it really knows the difference between T V and real life. You know, like cognitively you're like, I am watching a TV but then sometimes you get so sucked into something that uh, how do you differentiate what this one character on a show is doing when you so identify with them? Like how do you how does that not become then your experience? Because you're having this weird third party experience of a show you're watching. And so what that does is it should convict us in a good way of what what are we watching? Is it worthy? Is it worth it? Um, is the music we're listening to and singing to mm-hmm. song is a huge way to change your thought patterns and your mindset because when you sing you literally focus on one thing the lyrics and as you focus on the lyrics you're focusing on your breath because you're focusing on if you can even sing the full line that Adele sings she's incredible and with all the runs and things in one breath it's phenomenal so then you're focusing on that and all of a sudden, all that background noise kind of goes away and you're just focusing on the song and the way it makes you feel. And that's the point of music is to let us feel emotions. And so if we can find a song or two that we love or a playlist, and when we feel down or chaotic or overwhelmed, putting on those happy, joyful songs, they are going to just reset your brain, reset your mood, reset your attitude. I'm so glad you said that because about gates because that is a huge one huge it's massive it's yeah. massive, <laughs> it's massive. <laughs> i feel like all of the things we've talked about today are massive and just so helpful yeah. um but you're an integrated person like yeah what happens in your body and around your body mm-hmm. affects what happens in your mind and then what comes out of your mouth you're a whole integrated person yeah yeah which is why it's so important to like talk about and understand mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. as it relates to your body and your like physical health goals mm-hmm. and like you're not gonna be able to make those happen if mm-hmm. your mindset isn't in the right place right. so and if you have like a, integrated yeah. yeah a super negative thought about your body and that every time you mm-hmm. you know food is balanced and so every time you eat a cookie if you just shame yourself, mm-hmm. shame, 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 shame about eating the cookie, well, you're going to then talk to people and treat people as one who feels shame for who she is over something so simple like you ate a cookie, like you just went to mom's group and ate a cookie, like it's okay. Um, but the, the dialogues that we have, even with our health and with our bodies and what we're putting in our bodies and how we're moving it or not moving it, our mind is going to affect our health. When I'm super stressed, I get tension headaches. Mm -hmm. I get it like in my shoulders. Um, But I've noticed that the more I work on my mind, the less headaches I have. 
the less I have to be in bed resting because I've got a migraine. I can be the happy, joyful mom walking around playing with my kids in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, so as we wrap up this conversation, which has been so much fun, I'm so glad we got to do this. Thanks for having me, Faith. <laughs> yeah, it's so wonderful. Um, but I would love for you to tell people where they can find you mm-hmm. and how you can help them if they want to continue working with you or start working with you, I guess. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, she sounds so cool. I need, I need her in my life. Let us know all the things. Yes. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram as Courtney lives lovely. And there's a period in between each word, Courtney dot lives dot lovely. And there's information on my Instagram on, um, yeah, how you can set up a call with me. So I just, I set up free calls for coaching before I even go into anything because ultimately for me, what I found is that how I, I feel called to serve women specifically and specifically women with you know vision and desire and something for their lives. They don't necessarily have to be working. They can be an at-home mom. It doesn't matter. But just I want like intentional women who just want that disconnection to be gone and not feel irritated and frustrated. So I like to set up calls. They're about an hour, and it's just to see how I can help you and if you want my help. Um, And so that's how we can move forward. If someone wants to do that, you can just message me on Instagram. It's the easiest way to do that. I just like to keep everything on one social media platform. Um, But it's a joy and an honor to walk alongside women and to hear their stories and then to watch them flourish and to not feel overwhelmed by the new steps that they're taking but how simple it is. Um, it, it is. It is work and it is hard work, but it is simple. It's just the simple acts. And so um, it doesn't have to be overwhelming to get out of overwhelm. That's for sure. Yes. I'm a big proponent of that. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I will drop the link to your Instagram so people can follow you and message you and set up those calls. So... Thank you for having me, Faith. Yeah, thank you so much for this conversation, Courtney.